This is a weekend edition of Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. This is the show where we read you a real estate article every day, 365 days a year. Because you can't read the Bigger Pockets blog when you're brushing your teeth or doing the books. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Seven Achievable Steps to Reach Seven-Figure Retirement Savings by G. Brian Davis. People say a million dollars ain't what it used to be, but it's still five to six times more than the average American has when they retire. (laughs) For most Americans, a million-dollar nest egg still sounds like a fantasy. Sure, the stock market has done well over the last eight years, but only half of Americans actually own any stock. And homeownership rates remain near 50-year lows, so the surge in real estate values has only helped about six in ten Americans. How can the average American break from the trend? What would it take to reach a million-dollar nest egg? Glad to hear you're aiming high. Here are seven steps to build a seven-figure retirement savings. Step number one. Remember, procrastination steals your compound returns. Here's a quick illustration of the devastating effects of procrastination. Let's assume an average return of 8%. And let's say you want to retire by 62 How much savings does it take to reach a million dollars? If you started investing at age 22, it takes roughly $284 a month. If you start at age 32, you'll need to save and invest $670 a month. It's already getting uglier. For those who wait until 42, your mandatory savings is now around $1,700 a month. Ouch. 
and those poor procrastinating souls who wait until 52 before they start investing, they'll need to invest nearly $5,500 a month. There's a Chinese proverb I like. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is now. You can't go back in time and invest more, but you can double down starting now. Every year that goes by will cost you exponentially later. Number two, take advantage of tax advantages. Now, by some estimates, nearly half of Americans have no retirement accounts. Sure, they might have some money stashed away elsewhere, but retirement accounts come with some pretty stellar tax benefits. When you invest money in an IRA, 401k, or other similar account, you score an immediate savings of whatever your income tax rate is. Between federal, state, and local income taxes, that can be higher than 50%. To shun these accounts is to give up that instant return on investment. And that's before the first cent in actual returns is earned. Then, there are employer contributions. A lot of employers offer matching contributions. If you contribute 100 bucks, they will also add 50 to 100 to your account. That's free money in the most literal of senses. Many Americans are eligible to contribute to both an IRA and a 401k. Take advantage of them if you can. Also, understand the difference between traditional and Roth accounts. It's not rocket science. In a traditional account, you don't pay taxes on the money this year, but you will need to pay taxes on the returns when you pull money out later. In a Roth account, you still pay taxes on the contributions this year, but all of the returns are tax-free when you pull money out later. You don't need to choose one or the other. Set up both types of accounts and invest in both. Number three, automate your investments. Be honest. Is your savings the first money set aside when you get your paycheck? Or do you simply save what you have left at the end of the month? Your savings and investments should be the first bill that you pay every time you get paid. Set up automatic transfers so you don't have to think about it. One automated transfer can go to your IRA, another to your Roth IRA, another to your real estate investing account, more on that momentarily, etc. Money that's just sitting in your regular checking account has a way of being spent. That's why it's so critical that you prioritize your investments and pay yourself first. How high can you raise your savings rate? Aggressive savers live on half their income. Challenge yourself to reach for higher savings than you currently think possible. So we have some tips for how to live on half of your income. You can find that link at biggerpockets.com. You'll be tempted to move into a bigger home when you get a raise or buy a fancier car or just go out to eat more often. Avoid the temptation. When you get a raise, put most of it right into higher automated transfers to your investing accounts. Avoiding lifestyle inflation is half the battle in this. Number four, balance equities with real estate. Stocks and mutual funds are great, but real estate has many of its own unique advantages. So balance your stock portfolio by also investing in rentals. Look no further than Ashley Thompson, who reached financial independence in her 20s by investing in rental properties. To begin with, real estate adds diversity to your portfolio. If the stock market crashes, the real estate market may continue doing just fine. Thank you very much. Perhaps more importantly, rental market crashes are very rare. 
So when even when housing values drop, rents often remain strong. That's what happened in 08. Housing values dropped 25 to 35%. But because so many people went from homeowners to renters, rents held their footing. Rents also rise with inflation, or more accurately, act as a driving force behind inflation. That means that rental properties serve as a hedge against inflation and do not lose money to inflation the way stock and bond returns do. Now, rental properties are more income-oriented than equities. Sure, some stocks pay dividends, but the real meat behind stock returns are usually found in capital gains. Perhaps most important of all, rental property returns are more controllable and predictable than stock returns. An investor can accurately forecast cash flow by anticipating and adjusting for costs like repairs, capex, etc. Even better, investors maintain a degree of control over their returns and can even raise values and rents in a single weekend. Number five, when bears attack, be prepared. Bear markets happen. Corrections and even crashes are a part of market economics, a fact of life for all investments. But as mentioned before, rents tend not to suffer big drops like stock and home values sometimes do. But they aren't the only protection and preparation you'll need. First, be emotionally prepared. When markets turn south, don't panic. If you sell every time the market drops, you're setting yourself up to sell low and buy high. When it becomes clear that the market is in the midst of a correction or crash, consider buying, not selling. The next part of being prepared is keeping a cash reserve. All landlords need a cash cushion to pay for repairs, vacancies, and other costs associated with owning properties. But everyone should have an emergency fund too. That cash cushion will provide some peace of mind, even while your stock portfolio rides the dip. Lastly, Remember that market corrections are most dangerous around the time you want to retire. If you're 20 years away from retiring, don't sweat corrections. If you're at retirement age, look for ways to not bleed any of your nest egg during a dip. Consider continuing to work, temporarily cutting expenses, maybe taking a part-time job, doing something fun while you ride out the storm. This too shall pass. Number six, don't bother trying to beat the market. Take a guess. How many actively managed funds actually beat the market and perform better than stock indexes? Two-thirds? Half? A quarter? A tenth? Just over one in 20, according to a study by Standard & Poor's. That's atrocious. And the worst part is that these actively managed funds are much, much more expensive than simple index funds. Who wants their investments to lose money to fund managers on Wall Street, especially when the funds nearly always underperform the market? Spread your equity investments between U.S. index funds and international index funds. Within those, balance large, mid, and small cap funds. Easy peasy. And number seven, keep your eye on the prize. Take 15 minutes to reflect on your long-term financial and life goals. Write them down and put them where you'll see them frequently. Add a photo or two, something meaningful that reminds you what awaits you when you reach your goals. Then set reminders on your calendar to review your goals, progress, and net worth at least once every quarter. If you haven't already, 
Set up a Mint.com account to showcase your entire net worth on one page, updated in real time. It's hard to deny yourself that new gadget or even a pair of shoes that you want right now. To defer gratification for some nebulous idea of retirement decades away, do everything you can to make your financial goals as real, as immediate, as tangible as possible. And remember, if you start saving over 40 years worth of compounding, it only takes 284 bucks a month to become a millionaire. If you fall behind and try to play catch-up, it'll cost you yeah, $5,500 a month to become a millionaire in 10 years. Aim for financial independence, not retirement. Retirement sounds nice, in a vague sort of way. Play a little golf, relax on the beach a little more, maybe winter in Florida, Arizona, am I right? <laughs> Not so fast. First of all, that dream sounds too vague to inspire you to actually keep your spending low, denying yourself all those shiny things you want right now. And oddly enough, it turns out Bud may have been right when he drawled in Kill Bill that the number one killer of old people is retirement. No, really. It seems like every year, a new study comes out showing that people who retire younger end up dying younger. These studies even adjust for those who retire early for health reasons. There are more centenarians in Okinawa, Japan than anywhere else. Know what they call retirement? They don't. Seriously, they don't even have a word for it. <laughs> they work doing something meaningful and enjoyable and live decades longer because they remain engaged. Set a goal to become financially independent. You can reach it at any age. Just ask Ashley Thompson. And when you do, your options multiply. In retirement, people do less. In financial independence, people can do more. They can do anything they like, in fact. Leave retirement to the decrepit. Aim for that seven-figure nest egg, but do it for financial independence, for fun, to call yourself a millionaire. When you reach it, as I know many of you will, you can happily move on to, well, whatever you want. There you have it. You can find a link to that article in the show description. Sometimes the discussions in the comments section are just as insightful as the article itself. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, and don't worry, we've got more shows in the pipeline to get you in the right state of mind going into this next week.